for tuning in to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Miami Grand Prix. Please rate and review wherever you listen and enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. By being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. Okay, guys, so we had the second Miami Grand Prix, the fifth round in the 2023 F1 season. Um, It was a spectacle last year. Um, The racing wasn't necessarily fantastic, but it was a crazy atmosphere. Um, So that's, you know, the expectations coming in to this race. We had a not the most exciting race last week, last week in Baku. Um, with the changes to the track, but we were hoping that they were going to do some stuff here and have a little bit more interesting of a race. But actually, last year's race was one that when you watched it, it was really, really dull. But when you read about it, lots happened. So, like, I don't quite know how the TV folks missed it, but apparently the TV folks aren't really paying attention and they're just kind of broadcasting what they want. And not actually the interesting stuff that happens on track. That was last year. I think there was a couple of things that they missed this year, but um, I think one in particular that I didn't see. I heard them talking about something that happened later in the race, but um, yeah, apparently last year there was like some really good action with um, with Russ with George Russell and and Lewis. No one ever got to saw on TV. Um, so hoping that if there was going to be any action, we'd get to yeah. see it. You're reminding, you're reminding me of back in the day in, in, in England, watching on uh, BBC where they would always point out the fact that it was like the local broadcasters that were providing the feed and that they were always, you know, when you're not showing it, they're always showing their hometown favorite, you know, drivers rather than focusing on the action whenever they thought they were missing something. I came um, into the race with low expectations, but. For the first part of the race, there was a bit of action, more overtakes than I thought would happen. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a parade the whole time. And we didn't have to worry about any hometown cooking in this race because there was not really much to show from the hometown kid. Watching Logan, <laughs> Logan Sargent. Oh, <laughs> Logan Sargent yeah. in the pits. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, before we jump too far ahead, let's uh, get through qualifying because there was actually some exciting, well, some stuff that went down during qualifying. So... Q1, pretty crazy. Stroll was out in Q1, which was pretty shocking. They went for a gamble trying to get through on one run, and it did not work out for them at all. And Alonso barely even made it through to Q2. Yeah, I think in, in all of the in all of the qualifying sessions, the track just got faster and faster throughout the session. Now, they'd, they'd resurfaced the track this past year, so it was, it was really, yep. really fresh. So it was kind of slippery. So the more rubber went down, the faster the track yep. got. And so, yeah, you were seeing times in Q1 and Q2 where if people weren't on the track, they weren't getting through. Yeah, yeah a lot of uh, a lot of tr- traffic as well, it seemed, in Q1. I mean, obviously, everybody's there qualifying, but people getting in each other's way, you know, blocking people out for putting in fastest laps. So, but, I mean, the McLarens just look terrible. They've yeah. just fallen off it's a cliff. A and they, they knew it yeah. coming into qualifying. I mean, they were saying it, and they looked fast in one of the sessions. I can't remember which one, where they had two pretty good times. But they were even saying after that, when all the media was getting hyped up, that we're going to be lucky if we get out of Q1. They, exactly they, what had, they had a mini revival like in, in, in Baku. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've gone, gone backwards again. Um, and then... I mean, the Mercedes uh, got got through Q1, but they coming into Q1, their practice times were terrible as well. They were really looking bad. So I know you can only say it for so long, but it was a one-off-ish kind of situation with the track and just the changing temperatures. And yeah, it was a weird weekend for, I think, everybody. Yeah, but no, but I think that qualifying, you know, seeing, you know, Lewis going out in Q2 and then you know, seeing how Q3 came about, it set itself up for a pretty interesting race. Yeah, for sure. We yeah. say that because people were qualifying out of position right. and, and that obviously means that there's more going to be happening. But um, yeah, qualifying was a little bit weird in that 
people were going out that you weren't expecting to go out and it just didn't seem to follow the form book. So yeah, uh, and, uh, the Haas getting into, so Q2, what we lost, uh, De Vries, Joe, Hamilton, Hulkenberg and Albon. But then, yeah, so Magnussen uh, threw into Q, Q3 was big, yeah. right? For Haas, they, that, that's not, that's unusual. And then what happened that, what happened to, why didn't Max put in a time initially? He did, he did a lap, but he, he had like a little spin. He had the same turn as Leclerc. Yeah. Well, he had uh, going through, I think, corners like four, five, six, yeah. or six, seven, eight, whatever. Um, he just, he had oversteer and he, he went, ran wide. And once he was offline, he was getting more oversteer because the track was so yeah. green. Right. And he aborted the lap and went in. And, I- and so he didn't have a banker lap in. Yeah. And so going for the second run, it, it had to count. Yeah. That was it. It was one I- shot and. Charles just pushed it too hard, right? And off he went into the barrier, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, his second time having a crash there in the same spot on the weekend. Um, so really bad on him. He didn't put the blame on anybody but himself. Um, it was just he was going too hard at that one time. And I guess Max didn't get a time in technically because I think all four of his tires were over the line. I think that's why he ended up pulling out of it. Um, right from that because he what went we, yeah so he he didn't set a time and who yeah but he was on a yeah. timed lap yeah. whereas who fin- who qualified 10th uh bottas bottas yeah he didn't he didn't actually go out i don't think and, and do yeah. anything he was just going to do one run and yeah, that was that and uh yeah i mean i was expecting something of bottas this weekend i remember he was pretty good last year um so I did sneak him into my Coops F1 picks for the week, mm, um, wow. thinking that Bottas, Bottas might do something. Mm. Uh, but he, and he got into Q3. So, there you go. He did so, something. So there you go. Don't get he did Coops something. F, you don't get many Coops F1 points for <laughs> qualifying 10th. But what do, we, what do we think about sort of, you know, red flagging with a minute, you know, it was a, like a, a minute 39 left or something. So... You couldn't really get around to. Is that just the way it should be? The way it's going to be, or that's how, it, they'd be that's how it's always that? been, right? Yeah, it's all they can. It's, it's all they can do. I mean, yes, they can get round, but it basically means that everyone's going to be cramming down the pit lane, trying to yeah. get out of the pit lane in like five seconds, right. and that's never going to end well. Right. It's a good so, question, though, because I mean, there seems to be a lot more red flags that are getting in the way of races or qualifying, so. It'd be interesting to see if they do change anything because it does. I mean, it's fun. Like their finishing results of qualifying were awesome, but yeah, it's a little anticlimactic. But yeah, it, it certainly made for an interesting grid for for sure. Yeah, I think right? they should keep it. Uh, I mean, that's the whole point of getting in that first lap in the first place. You know, like that's why you get in that first lap absolutely. in case that red flag comes out. That's the whole point of having you know two chances of so. going for as it. As long as the as long as it's not manual, as long as we're not talking about <laughs> you know Crashgate again and Flavio Briatore's not you know hiding behind yeah. you know <laughs> one of the boats in the fake marina. You know, <laughs> well, I'd be all right with. Checo crashing on purpose and just trying to screw exactly. over Max, you know, that would be cool. His fla- <laughs> Flav throws out the spike strip. Oh my God. <laughs> Mario Kart out there. It does seem like they're doing the red flags for safety. I mean, they've made yeah. a lot of steps towards safety over the last few years. So, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I'll absolutely. I mean, it's a, yeah, it, I mean, it's effectively a street circuit. So, you know, there's, there's not much space to take cars out the way, it seems. They've got to crane yeah, around. Yeah. The thing is, though, if if that crash had been in the race, they wouldn't have red flagged the race. Probably no, not. Safety car. Because sure. it, would have, it would have been safety car to slow him down, or even a virtual safety car at that point. Because if you're going around the virtual safety car, he's so far off yeah. the track that no one under a virtual safety car is going anywhere. But the fact that they're going to have to bring equipment on to deal with it yeah. means that you're gonna you're probably going to have a safety car. But And if there was a minute um, 30 left in the race... It would have been over either way, right? Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Anyway, Kevin got the highest qualifying position for a Grand Prix qualifying that Haas has ever had um, because the pole that he got technically was for the sprint race. So that does. (laughs) And he went backwards in the sprint race and right. Fourth, but fourth place yeah. is is you know second row second row start for yeah. yep. my local F one yeah, team. Good on down here at in their Charlotte. Home Grand Prix. Yeah, that's 
pretty awesome. At, yeah. yeah, at their closest yeah. country, which is which yeah, is awesome. very cool. And all like Spanish native language top three to qualify. That's the first time that's happened. That's that was pretty cool. And the third poll of Checo's career, and the second of the season, and the first one not at and whichever race he got the other Jetta. two. Yeah, Jetta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back yeah. yeah, whatever it was, yeah, Jenna. Um, so a uh, pretty interesting qualifying. Um, we were expecting the race was going to have a lot of action. The walls are tight. We were expecting to see cars going into the walls. So, and there's a lot of spectacle going around this one. And they really hammed up the uh, American intros that they had before the race. I guess all three of you did not were not able to watch the the pre race coverage but it was uh, saw you it. saw it yeah, yeah it was uh it was pretty cringeworthy it was it was pretty bad yeah, it, was, it was brutal um they had will i am directing the orchestra as the drivers were walking by them with ll cool j doing the introductions with these awful little tags for each driver yeah it was uh it was interesting <laughs> yeah very NFL, like you said, or NBA. Yep. Or like wrestler intros almost. It was just like. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just awkward. Yeah. Martin Brundle had a great moment on the grid. Um, he went back to Paolo Banchero, who he called Patrick Mahomes last year. And they had a nice <laughs> little moment. It's right. And, pa- oh, really? and Paolo was like, I'm honored that you actually know who I am this year. Um, so that was pretty cool. Is he still playing in college or is he now a pro? No, he's a he, player. He's still in college. He's really good in the pros. He played for Orlando this year and he was cool. one of the top rookies. So very, very funny. Did you catch Jackie Stewart hunting down Roger Federer? Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, that was awesome too. Yeah, Jackie almost getting- I, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I was watching Ted's notebook mm-hmm. afterwards, or, or I was watching some sort of debrief, and they it was just Jackie Stewart shouting, Roger, Roger! <laughs> just busting through security. <laughs> yep. And Martin's like, you're not going to tackle him, are you? I mean, it's Jackie Stewart. You can't tackle him. <laughs> I did see later in the race where James Marsden, the actor who was in like Sonic the Hedgehog and X Men and all of that, he was standing there and they had the caption saying Roger Federer. Nice. Continue the conversation on pine-sports.com. That's P-I-N-E-sports.com and the Pine Sports Discord, which you can find linked on the website. And join us in a -a one-of-a-kind fantasy Formula One contest at coopsf1.com. That's C-O-O-P-S-F number one dot com, where you can put your theories to the test. Let's get into the race. Lap one, Checo gets a great start. He is able to stay ahead, um, which made me sad for my Fernando leading after lap one bet. Um, But Checo nailed the perfect start, Um, and he was able to stay ahead. Kevin dropped quickly on the first lap, unfortunately, just like he did the last time when he had pole. He lost three spots, I think, on the first lap, getting behind Pierre, George, and Charles. Um, yeah, he, I think he just got some wheel spin or yep. just got or just bogged down, and he just got swallowed up. He lost two two spots before the first corner and right. then another, an extra spot on the exit. So yeah. he went backwards. Not a great start, unfortunately. But it was, you know, at the front, it looked like that. Fernando got a quicker reaction, but Sergio got the, the power down and managed to stay ahead, stay as it was going into the first turn. And it was pretty tidy, except for Nick DeVries going into the back of yep. Lando. Yeah, that was a bit sloppy. Yeah. He's he seemed crashed like he was again. breaking already and then just drifted into him. Yeah, yeah. it was weird, wasn't it? It looked yeah. like he'd, he'd braked early and then just decided to not break any harder. I, yeah. I don't know. Nick DeVries is having a. Yeah. Not a great full time F one career. I'm you know I'm wondering if he'll even make it the whole season. The way it's going. Who would you you replace him with? I mean he did the hard work last year when he stepped up into that 
at Williams and you know scored them two points just in one race. But yeah. this year, if it were another team, but he's not. It, maybe I'd say they wouldn't do that, but. Red Bull has, but yeah, it's Red times. Bull and Liam Lawson has been crushing it in Super Formula. Yeah, so you know what's to say they, they might make a change. He looked like he was going to have a decent weekend this this weekend. I mean, qualifying went okay for him. Where did he end up? De Vries? I think he, yeah. uh, he went out in Q. He made it into Q two. He did. Yeah. he dropped out in Q two ahead of so Yuki, right? The- or no, Yuki ended up. Um, Yuki, end up? Yuki was out in Q one. Q1, yeah. Um, I think he was 15th. Yep, 15th. Yeah, he had a shot to keep some momentum, but yeah. He ruined that before turn one. All right. So, like we said, Nick and Lando had some contact, so they had to pit after that lap, unfortunately. That dropped them pretty far back behind the rest of the field. Um, Max is already up into P8. He's the he was the first guy I think that started on the hard tires. Everyone else ahead of him started on on medium tires. So he was he was going for the overcut against everybody else. Um, and then Logan made contact with somebody somewhere. They didn't show it, but they showed him pitting and having to change his front wing. And hmm. that's where he stayed for the rest of yeah. the race. Was it Piastri? Because I I think it, Piastri pitted as well maybe. relatively early, but I didn't see why. Piastri pitted on lap five. Sergeant pitted on lap two. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know okay. if those two were related, but yeah. Because were the McLaren starting on like the soft tire or something? Because I saw because both of them stopped super early, yeah, and I don't did. exactly uh, know why. Yeah, Norris and Norris and Piastri were the only people to start on the soft, and they both pitted Norris after four laps, Piastri after five laps. Yeah, and Lando had um, did probably get some damage from. He got some damage, from yeah. DeVries. And then everybody else was on on mediums except for yeah, Verstappen, Hamilton, Ocon, Stroll, Ocon, Ocon, Sonoda, Joe. And then, yeah, as you go down the list, yeah, Hulkenberg and Joe were all yeah. on the cards. Um, and then Kevin started coming back at Charles a little bit um, towards the end of that lap, and he was able to get by, but it was kind of like. Um, what was it, Abu Dhabi or Bahrain last year, where Charles kind of let him go through, but he knew he had that DRS line set up right after that, and he was able to get yeah. right back by. But it was a good, uh, a good little comeback yeah. by by K Mag on that first lap around. But you know, Charles is is smart, and he kind of figured out that that you know he needs to kind of change it around. And yeah. you actually saw him coming out of the braking just a little bit earlier. He could have made the move back down into that same uh, same corner at the end of the straight. Yep. But you just saw him hanging back because he just didn't want to be the first guy through so they could just get that breeze by. Yeah, Good good move by Charles. But, I mean, it's not what I want to see as a Ferrari yeah. fan is that we're fighting with the hats, you know, for position like, on the that? track. And it took forever. <laughs> exactly. Like, for lap after lap, just sitting behind him. Yeah, that's not – that shouldn't happen. It wasn't It wasn't good. Well, I mean, we're only at lap three. I mean, well, <laughs> well, yeah, sorry. Yes, <laughs> lap after lap. It was the third lap. There you go. Fourth lap when, well. got, when he got by. <laughs> but when Mac Mac showed up on the scene right then and there, isn't that when? Isn't that the sequence when the two for Max one was there as well? Right, it was yeah. like a couple. Of that, that was yeah. a couple of laps later. With uh, was that with Russell as well? No, who who was he? No, who it was, was, I think it was the same. Yeah, Magnuson. So Magnuson got past. Magnuson got past Charles. I was like, oh no, Charles yeah, got yeah, back yeah, past yeah. Magnuson. I was like, yay. And then Max, Max took them both. behind both yeah. of them, takes them both, and Magnuson takes Charles. So it ends up after all that that Charles is still behind Magnuson <laughs> with Max taking them yeah. both. Oh. <laughs> Crap. <Yeah. laughs> but that was great racing, like having three cars swapping spots, yeah. Yeah. you know, going into corners. And whenever someone race. overtakes two cars at once, as the other two are overtaking one another, you know. It's great. It's good. It's yeah. good. Especially on a track where we are Except expecting... for when you're a Ferrari fan. Well, well yeah. maybe so. It's kind of that, yeah. Um, but on a track where we weren't expecting really much overtaking at all, we saw a lot more than was expected going in. Um, but Max is still moving up the field. Lap eight, he makes a great pass on George. He's already up into P5. And then on the next lap, at the exact same moment, he gets past Pierre, and he's already up to P4 on lap nine. And it was looking like, I mean, nobody was really battling him. Like we've seen 
throughout yeah. the season and towards the end of last season where people know they're not going to be able to battle him anyway, so they just kind of let him go through without looking like they're letting him go through. What uh, once again, I think I mentioned it last last week in Baku, the overhead shots from the drones or the helicopters. I mean, the, the pace differential when you see the car pulling up behind and just blowing by, it's almost like Max has got turbochargers or the other cars are standing still. It doesn't even look fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you can understand why they're pulling out of the way, but uh, I just want to see him race. Kind of a, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, literally, when the top, what, position three, four, and five literally all let him go into second without yeah. a fight. Yeah, I agree. I It would just be nice to see them at least hold them up for a little bit. Who knows how the end of the race would have turned out if they had just put a little bit more effort into trying to hold him back. I mean, we saw we saw Checo, Checo holding up Hamilton, you know, a couple of years right, ago, right. you know, um, you know, putting it in. They, they've got it in. They've got it yeah. in them. But uh, yeah, that was the different. That was the prior version of these of the cars, though. Right. Yep. Maybe maybe you could do that then. Yeah. But anyway, Max is just is just moving up. Carlos was struggling behind Alonso. He was just not able to find a way past him. And then Max was just getting up behind him. And then, like we said, once again, Kevin was starting to hold people up again. The line behind him and Charles behind him were, was just starting to starting to build up, um, looking like another race with a DRS train. And then on lap 14, Max is able to get by Carlos. Um, it doesn't take long for him to get right up behind Alonzo. And then on the very next lap, towards the end of it, Max passes, passes Alonzo. And on lap 15, we've got a Red Bull 1-2 on the track. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a little frustrating that the tires are a little touchy. And no one wants to take time. No one wants to lose time battling Max. Yep. So yeah, he comes from right. ninth on the grid. But he's not fighting for those positions. Yeah. The sea's just parting for him. Yeah. So it, you know, and especially with their DRS being just so effective, it's you know he just kind of blows by on the DRS, and that's that. And then he goes off, and he it's like he's, he's the others aren't in the same race. He's not in the same race as everyone else, and it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. No one wants to battle him, so he never wears out his tires. And they don't wear their tires out either. Yeah. Um, but all it means is he just gets a free yeah. free pass to go to the at least into second plot second spot. So well, I mean, you, you mentioned the tires. One thing I would say, I think I, I read this on Reddit. It's not my original thought, but I kind of agree. Is that the tires, as far as like them dropping off, as far as performance goes, if you push them too hard, it, it doesn't seem like seem like they drop off that quickly. Like if you you. They, they sort of degrade more slowly. They don't drop off a cliff and suddenly you're on like, you know, sliding around all over the place. So, yeah, it's not like it was. I mean, I remember when they first introduced the t these tires and I think it was in China, Kimi Raikkonen, suddenly it was if he didn't have tires on at all. Right, exactly. They just went off a cliff. But now they kind of stick around, them. but you can destroy yeah. them and lose grip. And then be losing like a third of a second, and and that was it. You've you've lost a but, third of a yeah. second of life for the rest of the tire. But they just sort of they just sort of yeah. If you manage them, they, they can go the whole race. I mean, like there's plenty of guys, Sergeant Piastri, Norris. I mean, they weren't lapping super fast, but they did the whole race pretty much on the hard tire. Um, and you know, same could be said for Verstappen to some degree. You know, these guys that started on the hard, uh, they took it took it deep and were still smashing in hard. Fast yeah. times, you know. Yeah, it didn't really feel like there was that much. I mean, at the start, that much time difference between the tires. Right. If there was a yeah. slow shot of Max's tires that were like his front left was completely blistered at one point in the race, and he went for many more laps after that, which I thought was pretty interesting. And the other question I had was, why wouldn't Sergio start on the same tires as Max, knowing that he's racing nobody else? Why wouldn't you just do the exact same strategy? Interesting. That's if you're really, if you're really just saying, I don't care about any other team. It doesn't matter what tires I put on my car. I'm going to beat them anyway. And just, right. Yeah. yeah I mean, because yeah, you put him on the hard tire. Yeah. I mean, you put him on the hard tire. Maybe he does get passed by Fernando. Maybe. Exactly. But the first DRS zone. Right. 
You'll, he's going to blow by. Them again. Yeah. You do raise a really good point. Yeah. You, yeah. Red Bull, call me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole... This guy. I mean, if I, I'm trying to remember my history now, but the whole... This whole um, you have to use two sets of tires uh, rule came into effect pre DRS. Yeah, to try and to try and make a mismatch in the car's performance to try and induce like overtaking and stuff, and then DRS like loaded on top. That sort of negated that whole piece. You can be on worse tires, but with DRS you can still make the parts. I mean, certainly in a Red Bull. You Did you can. see that um, um, Karun suggested that they require? the drivers to use all three tires in a race. Right. I thought that would be interesting. At least it would add a little bit more strategy. He could just keep making up rules. Require Max Verstappen not to use eighth <laughs> gear. Um, <laughs> but it's like Martin. Require him to drive one lap in reverse. Martin, you, you remember, um, it was like a long time ago. I think it was probably 2008 or nine when... I think it was when they were trying to put the the first like the forty million dollar budget number in to get you know, and that's when you had uh, like HRT and Virgin and Caterham or Lotus they came in as I forget, um, you know the, the the three new teams that came in. I forget when it was, maybe two thousand and ten, two thousand nine, ten, and they were trying to work to a budget, and and we sort of had a conversation in the pub one night, and it's like. You know what? Like, if you really want to put money to work to win in F one, the other nine teams just need to pay Adrian Newey a lot of money to not work for Red Bull. <laughs> right. That's yeah. Like 100%. they can pay him more. <laughs> just the other teams just throw in like three million bucks a pop. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's if you could get Adrian Newey out of F one, that clear him out. The best, that's the best rule they could come up with to make the let the playing field level. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the new rule. The the, the Newey rule. <laughs> the no the no Newey rule. Nudge him out. Yeah. <laughs> or or his designs have to be submitted to everybody. Yeah, they all get designs. Yeah. That's <laughs> just like IndyCar. IndyCar. Yeah. Like, Adrian Newey has designed all the Formula One cars for everybody. You know, here is the here's the secret sauce. Now build it. Yeah, I like it. Let's make it happen. Get a petition right. going. Where did we? Where were we in the race? <laughs> oh, this <is> race. <laughs> <laughs> no, cra no crashes up until this point. Mm. Uh, that, that's taken a car out for sure. Nope. No safety cars. No virtual safety. Nope. Even cars, Charles no hasn't crashed yet. yet. Job not yet. Still Nick DeVries has crashed, but it wasn't terminal. <laughs> right. Able to yeah. stay. But we did get the first pit stops from the lead, like the, the first group of drivers. Um, George and Charles were the first two. Um, I don't, they were like in fifth and seventh or something like that at the time. Um, and they dropped down to P 12th and 15th respectively at that time. Um, and they were obviously on the medium tires. Um, and then, well, they went on to the hard, right? Track. They started on the medium, yeah. went on to the hards, um, on the very next lap, Carlos comes into the pit lane. He's coming in a little hot and locks up before the, um, pit line and ultimately gets a five second penalty for that. Um, fortunately it didn't affect him in the end, but still doesn't look great. Um, but he's making moves quickly when he comes out of the pit. He comes out in P7. Quickly, he is able to pass Lewis, who is still on the hard tires that he started on, and he's back up into P6. And then finally, on the next lap, Checo pits from the lead, goes on to hard tires, and drops three spots only into P4. So Max is now the effective leader of the race, um, still on his first tires but um with some fresh air is able to start pumping in some really impressive laps checo is also making moves right away he gets back into the podium positions passing Ocon on the lap after he comes out of the pits and then we really start seeing all the guys that are on medium tires pit alonzo comes in drops down to fifth 
Um, and a- as we have it running right now, just the top 10, Max, obviously, in first. Two, it has still on his first set of tires, Checo Alcon, who still has not pit, and then Carlos Alonso, Lewis and Hulkenberg, who both haven't pit, and then George Yuki in the top 10, which is crazy, and then Pierre also in the top 10 after pitting and dropping down a few spots, but still pretty mixed up, you know, halfway through the race, and it's still, you know, other than the two Red Bulls at the front, it is mixed up behind them. How about those Alpines? Yeah. They needed a big weekend, and they got it. They did. Did you hear about um, Laurent Rossi's words that he had recently? I guess he got, I didn't even realize that he had left the team, but pretty much said that the whole team is a disaster and it's like in shambles and not good stuff coming from their ex team boss. Did I he guess. leave the team or is he still in the team and just ragging on the team? I didn't. He's still the boss of. I hadn't heard that he left the team, but <laughs> from what I heard that he said, I can't imagine that he will still be at the team if he is still there. Um, <laughs> not, not good, but. Like you said, I mean, they were looking strong, which we had not seen from them this season, I think. Yeah, they, they needed to have just a clean weekend. Yeah. I mean, I think if they hadn't had such terrible weekends up until now, would they be happy with the result this weekend? I'd say no. Probably not. You know, they were fourth best team last year, and they clearly want to be troubling the top three teams now they're certainly not in the top four teams and yeah they went that leaves you know the bottom end of the points for the fifth fastest team they got some points today um but i think you have uh you know gasly was uh, was pretty quick. I mean, he was pretty. He, they had he, Gasly had a good weekend in Australia until he got kind of nerfed off the off the the track. Um, Ocon again. He they seemed to start him on the the harder tires and then want him to run long um, in case anything happens. But maybe he's just not a lucky guy because nothing ever really happens, and so he just finds himself running long on a hard tire and then having to do something at the end and just mm-hmm. try and scrape away some points. But I think you know, just keeping the nose clean this weekend has been a been a good result for Alpine. Yeah, they just need to now get the performance that they want to start bringing out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then Lewis is, I mean, Lewis George is starting to move up a little bit. He gets by Hulk up into P seven, and then he's behind Lewis. Lewis lets him go by. They're on different strategies. It made sense for them to do that, um, but he is let into P six. And then Hulkenberg becomes the first of the guys who started on hard tires to to pit. He drops from around P8 to down to P16. So we're, you know, expecting all those guys that had stayed out, Max, Ocon, Lewis, to start pitting soon. Lewis finally makes his pit stop. What is that? Four, four laps later, he drops back down to P12, but he's immediately making moves. He gets by Botas right away, and then coming back around, Ocon had just pit, and he's able to stay ahead of him, who I believe he was behind before. Um, so a little undercut move on him, and he's back up into the points after one lap after pitting. Um, and then lap 41, Max still hasn't pit. He's 41 laps in on the hard tires, and he's still pumping in fastest laps every single lap. And pulling away from Checo, who's on 20 lap fresher tires um and still able to make the gap larger um which is crazy yeah i mean cuz checo would checo stopped on lap 20 i think yeah something 2021 20, something I think, like that i think he stopped on uh yeah 21 and then max went to lap 46 yeah on uh so yeah of course he comes out and his lap he's on a softer tire that's 25 laps newer yeah, the rest, you know, yeah. the rest of the race kind of happens, right? I mean, he only comes out one and a half, one point six seconds behind Checo after pitting, and he's ahead of him by, by the end of the lap. By the end of the lap, yeah. It's, I love when they interview Horner, and you could just hear his tone. Like, yeah, he <sighs> loves when Max is in first. He has yeah. no interest in Sergio <laughs> being there. He really doesn't. It's so clear. Did you hear Anthony Davidson, what he was saying? Because he does the Sky 
whatever they call it. Uh, Skypad. Skypad. There we go. Yeah. Um, and he was saying how, because he can listen to the radio messages, um, all of them, not just the ones they show on the TV. And they're saying they were saying nothing to Checo about how the gap oh, yeah, was yeah. getting closer. Yeah, I was... I was really surprised. But completely when he was saying vocal that. with Max. They just kept him completely in the dark as to what was happening. Yeah. And then he's driving along thinking everything's going great. And then Max just pops out the pits like a second and a half behind him. And they haven't told him about that. Yeah. They've not right. given him any indication of the pace that he needs to keep to make sure that he's got the gap. Yeah. For Max. And then That's Martin asked Christian so about that. Martin asked Christian about that during the mid-race interview, and he just kind of said, "Like, yeah, we tell Checo that he, whatever the time is behind him, you're doing a great job there, Checo. Yeah, you keep that up, kid. Yeah. You keep that up. <laughs> so slower. You're looking, you're looking nailed on for another Red Bull one-two, Checo. Thanks. <laughs> you'll be re- you'll be playing the role of two this week again. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, so we'll see if uh, Checo is able to turn something on. Not that it would really make a difference with how Max is driving, but um, where were we? We're at lap fifty-seven laps left, but really there was not much that happened. Lewis got a little pass on on Pierre. Next lap, I guess he got past Charles also, and he moved up into the top six after starting from P thirteen, which is you know. Pretty good on the Mercedes, which they were really down all weekend. Just their morale is is very up and down, Mercedes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's funny, though, when you think about it. He started in P13. Yep. George started and in P9. Think, well, in re- yeah. you know, realistically, for their car, yeah. maybe the best they could get is, is fifth, sixth anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, you go on the contra strategy and obviously having the medium tire on at the end, it's a bit of a gamble, but it seems to be paying off. So yeah. he can't be that annoyed. He, obviously, he he didn't have his qualifying session that he needed. Six after that, pretty decent. Are we surprised that there was no, I mean, no, no safety cars, no real... Crashes, not everybody's no real action. together. I mean, in, 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 yeah, in back, in, no action. <laughs> I mean, in Baku, another, you know, it's normally a street circuit. Mercedes, I'm sorry, Miami is normally mm. a street circuit. Maybe there's a bit more runoff area. You know, it is a parking lot, so they've got space to yeah. widen it a little bit. But in in Baku, people are brushing walls constantly, but it, not not in. And Miami. the drivers seem yeah, to be they, having trouble throughout the weekend. I was expecting yeah. at least one or two safety cars in the race you, you would think you would think it was going to yeah. happen yeah it just didn't didn't do it which might always also gives a chance to shake things yeah. up because it doesn't seem to matter where you put max on the grid he can win from just about anywhere and everywhere yeah. as we've seen over the past two years so i'm just hoping for like a yeah. 2017 ferrari moment where they find something wrong with the car halfway through and they <laughs> looked really fast and then all of a sudden they're really slow they could have turned the engine down yeah exactly that's <laughs> what i'm yeah that's what i'm hoping for but that was really it max gets his third race win on the season um on the fourth Red Bull won two out of five races. What is this, Alonso's second or third podium of the season? This um, is round five, so this is his fourth. So no, Al- he's, he's, oh, I meant Alonso. Sorry, Alonso. Yeah, yeah, he is. Alonso finished third. He finished third, 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 that's fourth, right. third. That's right, Charles. That's the only one where he did not get a podium. Crazy. Yeah. I saw a stat that he's, but he's got 15 points every round, Alonso, because he, he made up those points with the sprint oh. race when he got the fourth. So he just scores 15 points every race. Wow. <laughs> Take do with that information. <laughs> That's very useful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. <laughs> But um, I mean, Reddit is a Reddit is a fountain of information. <laughs> um, he seems pretty happy getting third places for now. I mean, from where he has been the past 15 years driving in Formula One, um, this is the best it's been since, what, 2012? Yeah, he's finally in a good car. Yeah. 
for, you know, I mean, obviously he was, he had a good car in at Ferrari. He had a car that was capable of winning. He was capable of winning the title. He was in with a shot of the title in, in 2012. Yep. Um, obviously going into Abu Dhabi and, but that didn't come off. But since then, this is the best car he's had. It, it made me chuckle a little bit because he's just, he's just so jovial. Yeah. He's like, he's just like Danica Patrick was interviewing the, the, the guys on the, after qualifying and she said to Fernando, Fernando, how, how's the car balance on yeah. the car? And he's like, perfect. <laughs> Big cheesy grip. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it seemed like he was being sarcastic at first, but he was not. It's literally perfect. No. He, he's just, he loves his car and he's, uh, he's, a, he's a happy man. Yeah. Did so. you catch when he was uh, in the race talk, asking how, to, what was that pass that Stroll made? What position he's in? <laughs> Did you catch that? No, I didn't catch that. He asked his race engineer while racing, I guess he was watching the screen right. and asked, he saw Stroll make a pass. So he was like, oh, what position is Stroll passing for? And it was like P13. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he had a- He's relaxed. He had a very lonely race though. I mean, there was yeah. nobody ahead of him. And I mean, Carlos was behind him a little bit in the beginning, but once George yeah, got mean, by he, him- he, there, was, there was 12 seconds ahead of, ahead of him before like the, the red bulls and then he was you know 10 seconds clear yeah probably from those behind i didn't see how it ended up at the end fernando was 20 seconds behind perez and seven seconds ahead of george on an island winners on the day obviously we've said enough about red bull but they uh max has his lead in the championship has grown to 14 points it was i think six coming in he obviously won the race and got the fastest lap um you got i mean i put mercedes as a winner from like we said from how they started what their expectations were coming in getting p4 and p6 is a win um for them and then alpine being p4 absolutely i think yeah p4 and six that's that is a a win from where they started p9 and p13 for is where they started so um pretty good and then alpine getting a double points finish for the first time this season they were behind mclaren before this race uh mclaren obviously didn't have drivers higher than p17 they tied they're tied now in the constructors for p5 i think mclaren has the tie break all to play for for that fifth spot in the constructors yeah i think that the, the, in terms of mclaren they've I, i'm assuming that you've got them in the not winners category i do uh it just I do. It, it just <laughs> seems like everything that doesn't work on their car it's like this track was the worst configuration you know it's a brand new surface it was windy um i think at one point um even right near the start of the race lewis is saying car feels really really bad not sure we'll get through to the end and bono comes on and says yeah i think it's just because it's windy seemingly mclaren doesn't like the wind yeah um so they don't like anything it's just it's very track specific (laughs) racing (laughs) their car is track specific they've just got to find the specific track in which it actually works one with no other cars on it maybe (laughs) (laughs) Come on, come on, Monaco. What can you do for us? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, apparently, Oscar potentially had something wrong in the car. It wasn't enough to take him out of the race, but he wasn't able to really move anywhere. So it was just Logan behind him who had probably the loneliest of races at the back. It's not even worth putting Williams really in the losers section, but I put Stroll there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. speaking of yeah. Williams, it. it Albon qualified well, but this again, the, the Williams is quick in a straight line. This isn't this, this is not the track for them. No, so yeah, yeah kind of going backwards. But Sergeant did nothing. So yeah, kind of a nothing race. For them. I thought Albon was going to do okay just because you know I figured they would qualify okay, and then because of their straight line speed, they wouldn't be able to get past. But obviously, that didn't play out. And I'll put yeah. Perez in the losers. Perez has to win weekends like this if he has yeah. any shot at fighting for the title. If he's on pole, think... he has to win. Exactly. Yeah. If if he's on pole and Max is in ninth, he has to win that race. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It should have been up the up the road and round the corner, right? Yeah. But when did but yeah. it goes back. Did he actually know where Max was on the hmm. on the racetrack? Yeah. yeah. Good point. I mean, do they turn? Can he they should turn be asking. If, if they're bit. not telling him, he should be asking because he's the only person he's racing. Yeah, fair point. From what I read in Mark Weber's book, it seems entirely likely that they would just totally leave him in the dark for the whole race until it was too late. That totally checks out with how Red Bull does business. I did think it was interesting. At one point, Max, I forget what he was saying to his race engineer, and the race engineer said. Uh, I think he was asking about front wing adjustments when he went from the hards to the to the mediums, and the race engineer said, "Max, just drive. We yeah. got that." And I was just thinking to myself, if that was Ferrari, it would be the complete opposite. Like Charles, what would you like us to do during your pit stop? Do you need anything? <laughs> tell, us, come tell us what to yeah, do. We've exactly. got no ideas. And it's like <laughs> we've tried, we've tried nothing, and we're, we're all out of ideas. He'd ask for one turn of wing, and they give him nine just to be sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, oh dear! But yeah, I mean, I, I, I also, I put Checo in the loser category on this one, exactly for the same reason as you, Mark. If you, if your teammate is starting ninth, you're in the same machinery, yeah. and you're on pole. You have to win, yeah. And like everybody's calling him a street specialist, so you would think that you know he would be able to do pretty well. It's or... not a street, it's a park. I was going to say, is there yeah. really a street? It's a, it's a park. No. You know, so. It's, it's, it's a auto but yeah, not, I don't know how many 90 degree turns there are. The, yeah. That you have not to negotiate. Maybe, maybe two other winners are, are Jason and Nick for their Coops F1. Yes. Uh, it, it, it wasn't amazing. I did see that Felipe got 330 points. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, which tied I, the record that Jason and Nick, all time record, <laughs> I hasten to add. I don't uh, know if it's all time. I think it's all time. Yeah, I think it's all time. At least it must be. It's a top score. I was I was surprised to see yeah, somebody put in another 330, Felipe. Well done uh, this week. But yeah, in the overall standings, um, I don't even know. Les Sanchez Herrera, El Sanchez Herrera, I Sanchez Herrera is uh, gone up to first place. But Jason, you've moved up two spots to, to third yes. and, and Nick up one spot to eighth. So I'm doing my best wow. Ferrari impression and dropping like a stone after being in the top 10 early doors. <laughs> I'm down to 140. <laughs> there's still um, time, Martin. There's still time. There's still, there's still time season. to turn it. So it's a come long season. Come it's come round five. Coming with some new, equip, some new equipment. You get an upgrade in, uh, in coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you managed to go up a, a six spots as well, Mark, up to... 31st yeah. overall, yeah, so right. moving That's in the right, right. direction. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. But we talked about the pre-race cringe. Was there any post-race cringe? Because last year there was post-race cringe aplenty. Yeah. They did much better. football helmets and the motorcycle cops and all of that. They sped up the getting to the podium. Much okay, is. so it was okay. They were just it was like more sort of normal sort of pace of events. I wouldn't say normal. Or was it still no? Okay. Um, they, <laughs> what do you mean they sped it up? So like in the last the last one, I guess they they there were just like people everywhere, and they're on these helicopter or not helicopters. They're on these motorcycles trying to get through the crowd, which took like thirty minutes for them to get up to the podium. Where in this one, they like did you not see the po- did you not see the post race last year, Mark? I don't know if I did. Or, or you don't remember it. it it's, yeah. it's like a it's like a childhood trauma. It's just <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> forget it. <laughs> it but, was just oh, it was it was horrible. It, you know, it took I think it was like thirty five to forty yeah. minutes after the race had finished before they actually made it onto the podium. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I don't think I there did. was this procession of motorcycle cops and yeah, it was bad. Oh. It's bad. America. So, but it, yeah, exactly. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they put they put them in jeeps and like sped them through. And I guess they oh, had geez. they had like they had like a, a route planned out, so there wasn't like people in the way. But it's still, you know, they 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 have like the the podium is all the way on the other side of the stadium from where they finish. So they have to get all the way around the stadium to do the to do the podium, which just. But why? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but why? Novel idea. 
put the podium above where they come in with the car, and then you just go up some steps into a little room, towel, sip of water, out onto the podium. Did you guys see the paddock? It was pretty crazy. Inside the stadium? In the stadium, and people could buy tickets to sit in the football stadium to just watch the people walk around uh, the paddock. TV. Oh, yeah. just to <laughs> no, don't no, literally in the stadium, Observe just to watch fans. to watch the drivers <laughs> and people working for the teams just walking through the different places. It's, the seats are already there, Jason. The seats are already they're already ready to go and numbered. Just <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. Yeah. Las Vegas should be interesting. That we shall see. Oh, that's a long, that's a long way away. But yeah. we, yeah, that's what. F- Five six months away. That's next next up we're race. in. Yeah, next up we're in Imola. I believe so. Right. Yes. Two we weeks. have a week two off. Weeks. Right. So it's two weeks from now, twenty yeah. first for Imola. That's my daughter's birthday, so nice. I'm not sure that I'll be available to to join you, find find gentlemen. Um, but yeah, we've got a week off, and then Imola, and then Monaco. Yeah. Yeah. And and Spain, like back to back. Yeah. Back to back right. to back. Three weeks in a row. June fourth. For Spain, Imola in Spain should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Monaco, I mean, I, Monaco is isn't a race. So I like the fact that it's in back to back to back weekends. Yeah, yeah. Because if you've not had F one for a couple of weeks, and then it's Monaco, and then you have two weeks off, it's like. <laughs> I miss some racing. <laughs> I uh, we have to have the whole discussion. It'll cut short. This should we keep Monaco? On I, the, no, no. I'd like Monaco. Monaco has its place. It's just never an exciting race. <laughs> but I'd say that this wasn't a particularly exciting race. I mean, Baku two, wasn't a really particularly had exciting one. race. Yeah. Two snoozes. Do a yeah, quality review only where... after Monaco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget the race. Yeah. <laughs> where do we put the Where do we put the blame? The tires. Adrian Newey. Adrian <laughs> Newey. <laughs> Adrian, poor old Adrian. Adrian. Michael Massey's fault. (laughs) (laughs) The stewards, and I guess, I guess the we're not talking to about the stewards making crazy decisions. At least, so that's one good thing. No, there weren't really that many decisions to make. Exactly. You know, there were a couple of little tussles at the start where people, a bit of argy bargy, but you know that was all in the first lap or so, and they basically said, "Yeah, first lap incident." For, for like the Nick DeVries thing and and all of that. And then they just had Carlos speeding in the pit lane. And then that was a pr- pretty much it for them. He has to give up the corner and to bounce ahead. What is wrong with these people? Thanks for listening to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Miami Grand Prix. Please rate and review, and we'll be back to review the Grand Prix at Imola. Thanks again.